Hey guys, it's me, Steve. This week on the Hot Take from the Kitchen, we have Jeff Konchik on. Before this episode started, one of the mics that I had um, didn't take a charge to it, so we had to run an AC power to it. And I think that AC power created some noise interference with it. So throughout the episode, you're going to hear some electronic noise interference. I do apologize for that. Uh, Nevertheless, I do want to thank Jeff for taking time out of his busy schedule to sit down with us, talk about... Um, all that he's been a part of with Alpina for the past 20 years and all that he's hoping to do with the next 20. So uh, without further ado, let's get to it. Like, ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast you can get high with me, that's a deal, right? Alright, welcome everybody. episode 4 of Hot Take from the Kitchen. And yeah, we were off last week because we'll go into that. Oh, we'll sick. I, I was, had no voice. I was sick too. Yeah, so. we were both sick. Yeah. I, I, but primarily I had no voice. Yes. You couldn't talk and I couldn't be around people. Yeah, so, so. yeah, I mean, makes it tough when you can't. Yeah. Can't <laughs> and I guess no we voice. could have done it over the phone, but yeah. I don't talk, so. Yeah. All right. Tonight's guest is Jeff Konachek, so welcome. Happy Thank to you. Have you on. And you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Just search Hot Take from the Kitchen. And our email address is hottakefromthekitchen at gmail.com. It is H-O-T-T-A-K-E-F-R-O-M-T-H-E-K-I-T-C-H-E-N at gmail.com. And there's no new emails or messages. So I guess we can get into things. Yeah. Final Four happening this weekend, Saturday. Alpita's own. Yes. Brian Dutcher, coach of San Diego State, going to the Final Four. It's kind of cool. I feel like that does not get talked about a lot about in our community. As cool and well, I think it is a really big deal. And I don't know, maybe it's just because people don't. Well, it doesn't, but it's starting now because he's going to the Final Four. Right. So yes. Yeah. I saw a little thing in the paper Saturday that says they won, and Brian Dutcher from Alpena. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. I guess they could have talked about it more since he's been a coach for Michigan and. Well, I just meant like more like in our community, not necessarily like news outlets. I well, just, even Alpina, they didn't talk about it. Yeah, I just feel like not a lot of people talk about and it. He's been with Michigan for a long time with Steve Fisher and yeah. moved with Fisher to San Diego State and been an assistant there. Yeah. So he's been the head coach for 2018 or something. Yeah, five seasons. Yeah. So I guess it is what it is. It's exciting. It is. It is. Yeah. I'm happy to see it. And I had them go. I didn't have them going this far, obviously, but I did have them going far. Yeah. So I had them two different brackets, and I think I had them losing in the first round in one, and then I don't know what the second. I think I had them losing to Duke in the second. Bracket. How is that? Do you do brackets, Jeff? I don't. Okay. All right. I was gonna say I was interested in. I mean, everybody's bracket. I don't think a lot of people had. This final four. I think I saw something on Facebook that said that 37 people out of 20 million brackets on ESPN had this final four. Yeah, so, I know. Uh, yeah, it's pretty hard to predict. So yeah. That. I didn't have this final four. I think it's exciting because uh, the way the one bracket set up, you know, it's FAU and San Diego State. San Diego State. One of those two get to go to the final eight. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So. I'm pulling for Miami against UConn. Yeah. Screw you, can Yeah, I don't really like you, can either. But I mean, there's a Hurley there, so the, obviously there's some ties. But I do like Coach Karseka, so 
Yeah. I mean, he's a cool coach. So. It'd be nice to see San Diego State Miami fight for a yeah. championship. So. A lot of defense in that game. Yeah, I'm all right with defense. Yeah. So, another topic. Bowling Green. Bowling Same. Green. Women, Bowling Green's women basketball team is going to the NIT Final Four. And we don't know where they're playing because... I love it. I know the men are going to Las Vegas. Right, so maybe the women don't? I don't know. You, I thought it was usually in New York for the men's. Yeah. But, uh, I know it got moved to Vegas. And I, when I went online, it sounded like the Final Four was held, which made sense because it's the NIT and they don't have to, like, you know, have hosts. But I, when I was just watching the game, they said the next round might be held at BG Wednesday. Hmm. And I was like, we might have to go. You can. Oh. Yeah. It's your thing. Yeah. It's, like, amazing. So. It is, because you work with one of the coach's dads at the dealership. Yeah, so, yeah, Kim Cameron, who's Matt Cameron's sister. Yes, former guest. Yes. Yeah, friend of the pod. Um, she's the assistant coach for Bowling Green. So, um, and it's just super cool. Yeah. And Coach Freilich got their girls playing really good right now. It looks like they had a good season. Yeah. They just tied the team record for most wins in the season. Yeah. So. Good for them. Yeah. yeah. A little controversy in their last game. Though. I don't want, we don't want to talk mm-hmm. about it. Alright, that's fine. So, that's tough. It was. Alright. Yeah. What else did we want to talk about? I don't, I mean, I don't I think maybe, I mean, there's other other things that happened today, but I don't know how you want to talk about I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, I don't think anyone wants to talk about it. So. No. no. Um, it's, no. <laughs> so, we'll um, pass on that. I mean, that's pretty much what the news is, other than Lamar Jackson, I guess you talk about that. Well, he requested a trade March 2nd, and yeah. then was placed with the franchise tag on March 7th, so I guess we'll see where that goes. It doesn't really change anything since it happened a month ago almost. Yeah. Like, it feels like to me, like, if this was like, oh, I requested it to be traded yesterday, but it's been three weeks now, he's requested a trade, and nothing's really happened, so... Yeah. I think he just tried to go public to help. He, but Baltimore wants him to play out his contract. That's what's going to happen here. Well, yeah, I mean, they have him for one or two more years, depending on the franchise tag thing. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, they're going to get something for him. Yeah. Unless he plays the two years and he's like, all right, see ya. Yeah. Which would be interesting. It would be. So, I saw the Colts were going to try to make a push for him. They could. I don't, I don't know their structure or yeah. what they can do, but they need to find a quarterback, that's for sure. But I don't care about the Colts, so I guess we can move on from there. <laughs> I guess I can say I was sick because I had COVID. Yeah. So it finally got up to me. I don't know how or where, but I mean, I've, the only reason I knew I had it because I lost my taste and smell, so I was like, all right, I better test. And I tested positive. So like, all right. So well, you know, I've had COVID twice. Yeah. And both times, it was like I was even sick. And then, of course, the one time I got really sick, I didn't have anything. Yeah. Sick as I've been in thirty years. I mean, like Allison almost called the ambulance one night on me. It was that bad. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, I could not stop puking oh. for oh. an hour, and like I was shaking, and we just didn't know what was going on, and we could not figure out what was going on for the life of me. And Weird. well, we you know what happened at that point. I took too much medicine and didn't drink enough water and got 
really dehydrated and so he just started forcing fluids in me and I eventually came around but yeah. it was a mess I mean I was a hot mess like really bad for a while and um even now I'm still not 100% yeah, I mean, but your voice is still a little yeah, but I mean better so yeah oh yeah, yeah. it's 100% better than the last time oh yeah yeah 100% all right well I'm fine we can move on yes we're both good yeah so other than that and then uh that's about it current wise I didn't think I can't think of anything else no Jeff you think of anything going on in the world right now no. Than, uh, obviously, thing that we don't want to talk about today. So right. That's no, it's not something we should talk about yeah, for sure. So. All right, awesome. Well, we'll take a break, come back, and we'll meet Jeff. All right. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast you can get high with me. That's a- All right, Jeff, as much as I know about you, I know very little about you. So let's start from the beginning and tell me where you grew up and, you know, everything a little bit about you, your background. Sure. So uh, I was born and raised here in Alpena. I grew up uh, a block away from Bingham School. Um, my parents still live there. Actually, I just left there. Uh, had dinner with them tonight. But I left. I couldn't wait to get out of here. You know, I was going somewhere else other than Alpena. And left for about oh, 15 years, I think. 15 or 16 years and couldn't wait to get back. So it's just what happens, you know. I, um, my dad worked his whole career virtually at the paper mill, Fletcher Paper Company. And I worked there as a summer intern, and he said to me, you know, they like you here, you know, that it's union, uh, you work here 25 years, you get this cool watch, and he said, you probably should stay. And I said, I'm not staying, I'm out of here. You know, I couldn't wait to get out of here. So, uh, but then I couldn't wait to come back, and here we are. You know, I came back in 2000. Well, officially came back living here in 2005. Okay. And uh, but I bought the paper mill in 2003. Okay. Awesome. Um, so you have um, those of you who don't know, you own Alpina Mark. Yes. Yeah. Or you're, yeah. yeah there's, you know, there's several. Yeah, yeah, several. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. a member of that um, LLC. Um, so why don't you? Um, I guess the the, the main property of that. I feel like really transformed Alpena was NOLA. No doubt. No, I mean, no I, doubt. And I, I guess I've always been curious on how much of a part did you have in that? Or, because um, all of a sudden it just seems like that was a really big moment in our community. Yes. Yeah, so. so let me give you the story. It's, yeah, I, I mean, I can, I can, there's a lot of detail, yeah. but I'll make it short. So uh, when, the, when the sanctuary was designated, um, there was a, a small space. Uh, roughly 1,200 square feet inside of the old federal building, part of Senator Levin's sort of office area. And it was for some small exhibits. And I, of course, bought the paper mill in 2003, and there was a a young rock star archaeologist that came to town, Jeff Gray, of course. Everybody knows Jeff. Um, And... Uh, he came to town and his job was to try to calm everybody down. And, you know, my father being a fisherman along with most other fishermen in town, you know, they were, you know, it was almost, uh, I remember it to be almost, you know, pitchforks and torches, you know, after the NOAA folks. And uh, because they were going to change fishing and, you know, wreck the bay and do all these things and restrictions. And I mean, it, it essentially was baloney, but that's what 
we think about in small town Alpena, right? And and uh, yeah, you know we're against <laughs> we're against everything, yeah. you know. Uh, but Jeff Gray uh, was the new superintendent of this small space, and I I had purchased the paper mill, which included the coating plants building, uh, which is the new the current NOAA facility, and I had heard through the grapevine that. Uh, they might be looking for 3,000 square feet to expand, which means they had to move out of the federal building. And of course, I have this giant 10,000 square foot, or you know, <laughs> yeah. to, it's, it was it was massive at the at that point. Um, and thought, well, I need to put a presentation together to to show them. And but back then, of course, we didn't have all this fancy technology that we have today. We had AutoCAD. So right. I took literally uh, almost six months to put together a full-scale presentation that we put into PowerPoint. And literally the building, we laid it out and stitched photographs together and did all kinds of crazy things. In fact, the paint scheme on the building is actually the NOAA logo that we stretched, changed the aspect ratio, and wrapped it around the building because it was the only visual that we could create on AutoCAD, right? And sort of pumping it in. To, it was really strange. And so I literally called Jeff, who I'd not met yet, and uh, we'd talk about this and chuckle about it all the time. But um, I called him and said, you know, let's get together for coffee. And of course, you know, I brought my laptop, which at that time was about the size of a, you know, suitcase. Pizza box. Pizza. It was yeah. big, big, big. Yeah. And, and showed him this presentation. And, you know, he was given orders by headquarters in Silver Spring to 3,000 square feet. And I showed him 22,000 square feet, right? I didn't know any different. I was, you know, wasn't in the game, wasn't in really in real estate at that point. And he was heading to a leadership training meeting in Hawaii, Hilo, Hawaii, the next week. And he said, I'm going to get fired if I show him this. I mean, I, there's no way. I, I mean, they, say that. Yeah, I'm going to get fired, right? <laughs> and so, I mean, it, it's pretty comical. And I just said, listen, I believe in this. It'll change the town. And I think this is, and, and he loved it, but that's a stretch. He was new. And he went to Hawaii and pitched it. And his boss fell in love with it, Dan Basta, who is no longer with the program, but he was the head of the program. And, um, and the, you know, it sort of went on from there. Well, what was strange is that, uh, well, two things were strange. One, I didn't understand contracting. I didn't understand federal contracting. I do, that's all I do now, I mean, aside from what you see in town. I mean, we, we've got 10 VAs around the state and do all kinds of crazy things. And, and, but I didn't understand how money was put together. I thought, well, it's a good idea. Just write me a check. You know, what's the, what's the issue? Yeah. And uh, so we had a decision to make, um, my wife and I, we had a decision to make uh, to uh, the only way we could get the budgets to work was to give them space for five years at zero. And it was really hard. And um, we were that close to not ever have a NOAA as we see it today. And wow. so, you know, it's, it's difficult. Tina and I went to Hawaii this year uh, on vacation and we went to Hilo. I hadn't been there. Just a funny little story. And, and we walked in 
uh, introduced ourselves. There was a woman at the desk that said we were from Alpena, and of course, you know, Jeff Gray comes up as always. She said I was at that leadership training meeting, in this. So this is 2003. Okay. Right? I was at that leadership training meeting, and I can tell you that I can't tell you how close it was to not happening. Wow. Right. I just couldn't believe it. And and this this sanctuary is nice in Hilo, Hawaii, but it's little. I mean, the the theater has folding chairs, like ten of them maybe, right? And uh, so it's it's a it, it was hard. And um, you know, we just literally signed the second twenty year lease. I mean, they'll never leave, right? It's yeah. a fantastic facility. It's getting better every day, and and most of that has to do with Jeff. You know, we. We're blessed to own it and lease it to them and work hard with them. Yeah, it was really nice to hear um, that they were extending another 20 years. Yeah. And they announced that yeah. a little while ago, and yeah. um, along with the new shipwreck that um, they unearthed or I don't discovered. Discovered. discovered yeah. I think yeah. that would discovered, be discovered, yeah. Um, and um, I went to a GMA, the last GMA I went to, Jeff went over that whole you know, experience of how they discover that kind of stuff. And really, I don't think he, maybe he meant to, or I don't know, but really made it sound like there's a lot more to be discovered with the way we're mapping the Great Lakes now and areas that really have never been mapped before and using technology that just didn't have access before. He seemed really excited about things that, you know, possibly could be coming down the pipe, you know, someday. So, yeah, you know, I, I, I have to say, I mean, every, everyone knows Jeff Gray, right? I mean, he's, and he'll go crazy if he ever hears this, but, you know, he's, he's a rock star in my eyes. You know, we, we sort of, we've taken a, the relationship a little different than typical. I mean, it's the best of public and private uh, partnership. And, and it's really interesting. They have a lot of rules and a lot of requirements, and, and we have a lot of rules and requirements but we we attack it um, with Alpina in mind, you know, and we figure it out. You know, the the I'm sure you've heard about the labyrinth and the new basketball courts and right. all that. You know, I mean, all of that was pulled from a grant, and where was the money coming from? And when it was canceled, we just figured it out. You know, we 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 let Miss um, Abeldinger do the. Do the labyrinth on our ground and gave them the ground and the basketball courts didn't have the money, so we solidified. We went out and looked for the dollars, and I put all the labor to it and got Lafarge involved. and And you know, it's the partnership that we have is really incredible. And that park that you know we wanted to do with the big grant, it's going to happen. We're just going to have to do it differently. Yeah, I remember that, that was very heartbreaking. I'm sure it's probably devastating to all of you during, but I mean. One of the many tragic things that happened during COVID, unfortunately. So, um, through all that, you know, you, you you've really amassed some really um, well-known properties, probably in the town there. That's probably a safe way of saying it. Um, when I went to that GMA with you five months ago, mm -hmm. and you presented, I I really was mad that there weren't more people in our community. At that, because I learned more in that 15 minutes you stood up there. My jaw was like literally on the floor. Um, it was amazing. Um, so, if you wouldn't mind, maybe doing a brief synopsis. I'm not going to have the pictures, but maybe talk about 
your three buildings, those three buildings you went over, I thought we could. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, I mean, Tina and I, like you, you got with Allison, you amazing wife, and and we all need that at home. You know, my wife Tina is incredible, and we can't do what we do without having that backup at home. And I have to say that she's been actually my oldest employee originally, believe okay. it or not. So, um, but uh, we, you know, we've run this thing together, and. It's pretty crazy when I do things. Sometimes I come home and she says, "What did you buy today?" You know, it's one of those kind of deals. And uh, so I have to confess, and she, you know, ready, set, go. But um, the the buildings that you're referencing, you know, we've spent a lot of time, you know, 20 years, I would say, um, staying out of the limelight, you know, on purpose. And we've acquired, been blessed to acquire. Um, really pinnacle properties in Alpena, and and that was by design. And by design meaning, you know, when you buy a property and you're going to change it, um, uh, you know, people watch. And the next time you try to buy a property, uh, the price goes up. And I always felt like we needed a bunch of runway uh, to have a lot of properties. We're on no one's time schedule. I mean, that's one of the things I think that saves us. And, you know, Tina and I have been dreaming about buying the State Theater for 20 years, literally. And we did have a deal to do a multiplex next to Noah um, when Carmike had it. Okay. And uh, we had it designed, and part of the deal was we were going to get the State Theater. And that was the whole goal. And then AMC bought it. And they said, there is no way we're investing that kind of money in Alpena, Michigan. I mean, it's that kind of discussion. And so when COVID happened and, you know, the Royal Knight and the state uh, were there with AMC and one was for sale, it seemed like a great opportunity. And so we just took them out of town and got what we wanted and came up with a great plan. There's more to that, but that's essentially it. The State Theater, uh, incredible facility. Um, you know, there's nothing else like it. Uh, you know, we'll end up with 800 to 850 seats. Um, inside is incredible. Um, original stage, proscenium, mur- murals on the wall. It's, it's gorgeous it's in there. Unbelievable. Uh, um, two years ago, Ashley and Brian and yeah. I shot their wedding in there. <laughs> And I was the whole time, it was a terrible, two things. One, it was a photographer's worst nightmare because it's yes. so dark, obviously. Yeah. No lights. Yeah, right? no yeah. lights. So yeah. you're in a cave. Right. But the other thing was, is I just kept looking all around the whole time. You're, yeah. you, again, with your jaws opening, you're just like, this is so cool. And you could just see what it could be with the time and yeah. everything. So. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those properties that... Um, will never be recreated. The history behind it's really incredible. Um, and we're going to start that here uh, in a month or two, uh, getting on that. It's gutted down, actually, uh, as you saw. Yeah. Not much has been done since then. Um, we didn't really plan on having Brian's uh, wedding there. <laughs> right. My now son-in-law, who's friends with Brian, uh, Ty, uh, said he had a friend. Do you want to? Would you let him have his wedding there? And I, originally, I said sure. Well, this was. I thought we'd be, you know, a yeah. lot more done. We're not. So uh, it's just how it works. Um, 
but it's it will be one of the top uh, properties in northern Michigan for sure. Yeah, potentially. Um, yeah, I think it's worth noting that like when you build a brand new house right now and you know a brand new so obviously the new stuff's easy to easy to find yeah you can't even find new stuff right now so i can't even imagine trying to find authentic or at least the, the stuff that would need to be built to build older things like that or recondition them it's got to be a nightmare. It is. It really is. It really is. And and uh, you know, restoration uh, is is difficult, which we're obviously learning with Sanctuary Cinema and just the restoration of that building. Um, you know, nineteen twenty nine, uh, J.C. Penney store. Uh, no one cared about it from uh, the beginning until you know, right? Until Royal Night closed. Uh, um, you know, we're running about double on our budget. Um, but, you know, just the amount of of effort it takes to take old buildings and do something with them is really difficult. And, you know, I think uh, if, if we had to do NOAA again as an example, I mean, I think we'd be, shoot, $9 million to do it today. It's just, there's so much there. Yeah. And it's hard to take old buildings and bring them up since and still make them look great. Yeah. Right? I mean, so since you brought up the sanctuary cinema, first yeah. of all, it looks amazing outside. It does. Um, I've had a conversation or maybe you uh, talked about it at the um, GMA, but I don't think a lot of people know like your vision of the place. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I was telling my son and I just drove to Gaylord yesterday to watch John Wick 4. Yeah. And I told him, I go, this could it be one of the last times we have to drive over here? And he was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, the theater is getting there. And I go, when it's done, we're going to be spoiled. Yeah. I go, we're, we're not going to want to go anywhere else. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, no, you don't, you don't understand. Yeah. So why don't you tell our listeners what I kind of already know? Yeah. Well, I, before we leave, I'll show you video from the inside today. It's oh, pretty, nice. it's pretty incredible. Um, so Sanctuary, uh, one of the reasons we, we named it that, um, we, you know, there, originally with Noah we talked about we just need people walking around. They need to reach in their jeans and just walk around. And that, this is a 2003 conversation that I, that I had with Jeff Gray. And, you know, that's 20 years now. And um, we're now getting to the point where people are walking around. And, you know, you've got some incredible people putting little shops together and, you know, the James, just everybody, right? That's what we need. And now you see things like Viking and the number of people that will come in. That's what we need. And so we took a building that really was pretty ugly and, um, you know, covering it up with those panels. And if you look at the historic JCPenney photos, they're pretty incredible. And so what we did, we peeled the front off and, and tried to sort of, I call it um, historic fusion. Uh, you know, you can't, you can't put wood frame windows back in, right? <laughs> yeah, I right. mean, you can't, you can't put single pane glass back in. But you can take today's materials and, and make it look really great. And so we tried to do that. And um, what you see there is 
a representation of how JCPenney's store looked. Um, and the window locations are exactly where they were. They're, you know, they're the same size, same doors, same everything. And the windows up top, which are completely useless in the, in the, uh, the grand scheme of things, that's what they looked like when the building was okay. there. So we put them back in. And, of course, they're modern, you know, aluminum frames, and they're not operable. They're just there for looks. And on the inside, uh, it's a, a bit of similar. I mean, it's, um, you know, my, my mom used to buy my jeans for school there, you know. <laughs> and and uh, so I get all the little stories and, and so on. But, you know, one of the interesting things is we decided that we needed to make an experience out of it as opposed to just running film and, and uh, you know, having a place for people to sit in and pack in. And, you know, I took my kids there when they were small, and I could never really understand why it was so dark in there. And then Tina and I bought the place, and we turned the lights on, and now I know why it was so dark. <laughs> right. It was really ugly and disgusting and so on. And so... We took a facility that had three theaters uh, with 441 seats jammed in. Um, most of the time, a lot of them were broken um, and sticky, uh, <laughs> as we say. Um, and we kept three theaters, and we will have a total of 159 seats total. And the large theater, which took a lot of structural work, um, has 98 seats in it, so that's the large one. So we took two theaters and made one out of it, and then made two smaller theaters. Um, there is not another theater that has a sound and projection system north of Ann Arbor with what we bought. That's so, I'm so happy about that. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, I will tell you, I'm sort of getting it out there, but uh, big leather, full recline loungers, um, just really experience. And, I don't know how to run those businesses. You know, we're really good at building buildings and dreaming and moving forward on projects. So uh, we have Jordan Stancil, who is from Grayling, who owns the Rialto in Grayling. His family's owned it, I think, for 115 years. He's a pro in, in the movie game. He's going to run it. Awesome. And he'll be our managing partner of it. And uh, so... And we'll explain a little more of that as time goes on. And um, but it's we want it done right, and Tina and I would not be able to do it right on running that business. It's a you know it's a specialized business. There's a lot of work with the studios. There's there's a lot of that, and we just want to bring the projects and move on to the next. Yeah. No, I think you also mentioned it. I think you wanted to make it reasonable for a community price wise too. Yeah, I mean we're. We haven't set the prices, but you know Jordan. I think is I think he's running Rialto at you know eight bucks or something, and I don't see us getting much above that. That's so cool to hear. I mean, it's it's a it's a difficult game. I mean, the, the movie theater is a difficult game, and you know the the studios take the majority of the money and all of that. And I think the I I do think though that um, you know our expectation is to have a liquor license. Uh, we're working on that now. Um, so it's just going to be a different experience. It'll be a yeah. top end experience. So my 
chin still extra alpina, which I do occasionally on this pod, is alpina. Don't sneak food in to the movie theater because I, right. you know, it was one of the things that I used to get so upset about um, when the old theater closed down and everybody was getting upset. I was like, how many of you snuck food in? Yeah. You know, I'm like, you have to understand these, they're a business, they have yeah. to stay open and everything works like that for a reason. So when this opens, don't sneak your food in, do the right thing. Yeah. You know, and. Well, I, of course, everybody always complains about, yeah. you know, concession stand prices and all of that. But I think the understanding is that, you know, when you make the investment, this is a big investment, this is a massive investment. And we did the building right, which is, you know, even cost more. And, but, and we dramatically reduced the seat count, right, down to 159 in three theaters. So if you run the math, um, you, our plan is to run shows all day and all into the night and make it more of a, of, you know, a, an experience for a couple experience for a family and you know we've got to be able to do that and we understand that everybody's you know money's tight but you're going to go to the to the top end experiences for sure um, and we have a lot of traffic coming in off of Viking during the day those folks will come to shows because we'll be showing at that time yeah and it rains sometimes and, and it rains yeah, yeah th these are things that you know um, I don't know if you know, but I'm, I work with a loft on their board, and mm -hmm. one of the things we talked about was um, creating experiences for the cruises. And one of the things we wanted to do, everybody was like, "Well, you know, we should be outdoors." And when they come off the boat, and I was like, "That's that's great," but having stuff inside the loft for them to come do on a rainy day is a value as well because. You just can't control the weather. It's the one thing that we have no control over, and that, and being able to offer people so they can get off the boat, still walk around our painting, and if they want to paint something or whatever they want to do. Sure. I think you know it's that. I think it's important that we take advantage of that as well. So. Well, I think at the cost of of that cruise, um, you know, these folks are spending a lot of money to be on that boat, and they want and are willing to spend money in Alpina. Right. And I think it's going to help every single store downtown um, and, and other amenities, right? I mean, um, you know, I think, it's, I think it's just going to be great business. And, you know, our job and Jeff's job uh, is to continue that. Viking isn't the only game out there. Right. So, yeah, we'll have 20 this year, maybe 24 next year, 26 stops next year. You know, you're all of a sudden you're approaching twenty thousand people that are not, not from here, that want to spend a bunch of money on the limited amount of stops. I mean, this they they're not going to Mackinac, right? Right. They kept Alpina. Yeah. What does that say? And this is a harder spot. Yeah. Right? It, it, it's wild to me if you guys want to do it. Just go online and see how much it costs to take one of these cruises. Exactly. And you know, you'll understand the demographic of people that are coming here and the money they have to, you know. And of course, we're spoiled because we're like, oh, so much of us live on the Great Lakes, so it's not yeah. not a big deal to us, but we're spoiled, right? So it's like these people, if they're landlocked or from another country, 
you know, have always heard about the Great Lakes, you know, on TV or read about them in a book, and to be able to experience it is a big deal to them. Well, we're, you know, Alpina is come is becoming their Hallmark movie. You know, yeah, it just is, and um, and that's a that's not that's not us. There's a whole lot of people out there, right? Yeah, I mean, um, anybody that's got a shop downtown, that's that's what's creating it. So cool. It's very cool. Um, we could pivot to the Vaughn. Sure, uh, Vaughn. Uh, let's see. Uh, was was uh, contracted in 1881 to be built by Honora Minton, and that was known as the Minton Block, M-I-N-T-O-N. And it originally was three buildings. So the third building, which is torn down, which makes the the drive between Dan White's building on the river and and the Vaughn. That was the third building. And they're all connected. They've been retail for a very long time. Um, and uh, it's 25,000 square feet of incredible. Um, I have to tell you that I think that, I mean, I, of course, I'm blessed to have lots of these buildings, but uh, it might be the coolest building. That honestly. rendering honestly. that you shared? Yeah. With the arch going across, yeah. and I just can't imagine what that'll. It the word you used was walkable. Yeah. The, the amount of walkable space that just brings to our community, I just can't wait for yeah. it. Yeah, it's exactly the idea. I mean, you know, in the in the bar and restaurant space, which which will be in the the technically the Minton building, the Vaughn is next to it. The Vaughn's the larger of the two. It's about 4,800 square feet, right next to Cabin Creek. Okay, yeah. Right? So that has a common wall with Cabin Creek. You know, that will be a bar and restaurant, and we'll have roll-up doors on the front. You know, so they'll roll up and walk in. And um, on the other end of the building, we'll have a bakery. Um, Chelsea Watson, of course, who's good friends of our family, and she's a rock star, and, and we love her, and, um, you know, we're going to, get her in there and she'll have a brick and mortar location so for, cool. for what she does and then the center the plan is a, a mercantile space that really is a bunch of vendors with one checkout so they don't really have to be um, you know they're not going to be individual spaces it's just really open beautiful space to try to keep that stairway that big grand stairway uh, visible to everybody and, um, you know, we'll load it up with vendors upstairs and downstairs, and it'll be fantastic views and lots of windows, and very cool. It, it really will be. Yeah. I mean, just, I don't know. When I saw, I literally, like I said, I was mad there wasn't more people there at that breakfast because <laughs> I was just like, to see where it's going. And I know people get impatient in this town. Mm -hmm. And, um, I know a little bit, and I know unfortunately you're the fall guy for a lot of that impatience. This, but um, it's just gonna be so worth it. Yeah, when it, once it's done, it's just gonna be so cool. Well, I mean, what we do every day is keep our head down and go. You know, we don't really go out and go to events and those things because it's just too hard. And um, you know, I think the. I, I think the the main thing is the the buildings that we have in our sites, which you know, there's projects right now that, that Tina and I are working on that we won't start for ten years. I mean, properties and buildings and wow. I mean, it's it really crazy. Yeah. But it's that 
we had to have enough runway. Yeah. And I didn't want to start, stop. I wanted to take 20 years and accumulate a lot and then kick it in, right? Right. And so that's what you'll see. I mean, we're going to we're gonna do the Vaughn and the State at the exact same time, which would be quite an interesting feat, <laughs> uh, along with all the other things going yeah. on, you know. Um, but it's, it is difficult. Uh, we certainly are the fall guy, you know, right? I mean, yeah. we don't pay any attention to the Facebook warriors. <laughs> we don't care what anybody wants as far as a timeline. It, there is a right time to do things. And uh, we just want to do it right. And that yeah. takes time. Yeah. It just does. Um, the last thing I want to talk about is my own pure selfish reason or thing is I was pretty excited to know that I'm going to have a taco place two blocks up from where yeah. I work. Yeah. Um, I know maybe this summer was talks of maybe that. Yeah, so we just got clearance to, <coughs> to take the jail down, believe it or not, after all this time. Wow. And, uh you know, the, there was asbestos and lead and all kinds of things that we had to abate that we didn't, you know, we knew it was there, but we thought, you know, maybe it won't be as bad as we thought. <laughs> so, uh, but we, like I said, you know, you buy these deals and, and there's no amount of due diligence that you can do to, to mitigate everything right. going on and you just get them and go and deal with it. And um, so now we're completely clear. Um, we're past the 10-day mandatory Eagle notice uh, for a demo permit and so I think today or tomorrow we'll have the demo permit and you'll see it coming down um, we have the frames at B cubed uh, completed for all three buildings Wow so we're we're sort of going uh, summer I think uh, for sure uh, one of the buildings uh, will be up before uh, summer I would think the other two will come in probably july august is kind of what the idea is so cool i'm yeah. so selfish in that we talk about all the time how there's really nothing on that end of town about right. the dealership you know and you have all the omni factories you have the hospital and i mean there's only 40 of us at the dealership but we do joke that there are people there and we're surprised that there isn't something there yeah. to just where people can go and i mean um Obviously, there's that on um, the 70, uh, sorry, the gas stations really become a hub. You know, they've really done a nice job there, but um, I'm just excited for it. So. Yeah, well, it's needed, and I think that's a great traffic spot, and visibility-wise, it's great. And, you know, what we're doing there really is more of a, um, you know, this is what we do at B-Cube. I mean, that's that's essentially what it is. You know, yeah. we'll, have, we'll have another big B-Cube out there. It's needed. Um, we'll have the Quiznos project, which it's needed, and Taco Del Mar, and that's that's a you know there's enough difference there between all of them uh, to have on that side of town with that kind of traffic and the hospital right yeah. there. So we're we're pretty happy about it. So, since you brought up, how many B cubes do you have you built now? So uh, we're just coming up on fifty. Wow, which is really kind of outrageous considering. You know, Bob and Mike started Big B um, uh, 27 years ago, okay. and they become really good friends. And and you know, they had only 240 stores when we started after 20 at that time 23 years, and so the growth is massive. You know, we just put a South Carolina building in, which was the first one. So we got by our hurricane requirements. 
Uh, so now we're opening up Florida and Carolinas and Georgia wow. and all of that. What's your furthest location? South Carolina. Wow. Okay. Yeah. We just we just set that. I was down. I don't know, a month ago or so. Okay, awesome. All right, well, we'll come back. We're going to do a top five. Um, it's kind of a bit, it's kind of easy, low-hanging fruit today for our guests. Uh, our top five favorite buildings in Alpena. And um, Brad's worried that he doesn't know the official names of the buildings. So, I'll tell you. Yeah, I, I like that. So uh, when we come, we'll take a break and come back. Hi. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky can get high with me. That's a deal, All right? right. Now there's time for our top fives. And as Steve said, is our top five buildings in Alpena. And we're gonna start with Jeff. So fantastic. So my mine is of course Noah. Um, you know, the the building. Uh it changed Alpena, no doubt about it. And I think a lot of the great things that we're having now are because of that it facility. Really, it's kind of crazy to be able to pinpoint something in the history of at least my lifetime in Alpena as a as a moment. You know that really changed a lot. Yeah, that's it's pretty cool. Jeff Gray and his team. Yeah. Real simple. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number one for me is pretty easy. Can you guess what it is? The center building. No. No, <laughs> that it is on my list. Uh, number one for me is Centennial. City Hall. Oh. Because cool. it's where I married my wife. Right. So it's little hanging fruit. It's pretty wow. easy. I thought it was going to be something else. No, so that was it. Hmm. All right. I mean, every time I go there, you know, and Alice and I during the summer will get <clears throat> scoops. We'll grab an ice cream cone. We walk to the courthouse or to the city hall, and we sit on the steps and eat ice cream. And we do that once a week. And uh, it's just, you know, we have a lot of fond memories there. That's so cool. It's, yeah. yeah, it's a great building. Easy. My number one, I think it's the federal building. The guy made it into his house. Right. I've always been fascinated by that building. What's for sale? Is it? Bring it. Yeah. Well, if I had the money, I would. <laughs> I just want to go inside and look at it. It's cool. Yeah. It's, it's very. I cool. mean, just watching, looking from the outside, it's like, yeah, it seems kind of cool. But I just want to look at it. Have you ever gone to Zillow and looked inside of it? No. You I guess I need to do that after this because he's really he has done some neat stuff yeah. inside that. Building. I think mostly first floor though. Second floor yeah. is still the same wood paneling kind of thing. All right, and then my number two, I am gonna go with Saint Anne's Church. I had a couple of churches on my list. So, it's the church I'm a member of, even though I haven't gone in much as I should but just the outside is beautiful and the inside they've done up so you know them knocking down the school really transformed that too yes. it really made it look well, it needed to be done yeah it, it, but it really made it look yeah. just it makes the church so much more prominent and it, yeah. it just it's really cool yeah, it's, it's a great hidden. building yeah saw a pick rabbit good job right, thanks um I guess I guess I'll go with the center building just because of the loft. I feel like I have to. So yeah, I mean, we spend I spend probably way too much time there. So you probably do. I do, but it's like, got the fresh palette in there too. Yeah, I mean, but the life of a board member. So yeah. I mean, that's just what it is. So awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, this is strange because I feel like I'm only picking our buildings. I'm no, not you're sure. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, State Theater for sure. State Mall. Uh -huh. Yes. Yeah, it's it's cool. 
Yeah, and then you get to do number three. You get to, so you get to do a little back to back because I always oh, snake it. Fantastic. Um, <coughs> I think Vaughn. Vaughn Mittenblock for sure. Yeah. Damn. Now what do you do? Hmm? Yeah. Building, huh? Sucks right on my list. Oh, Jesse Besser Museum. There you go. That's a good one. And especially with all the work they're doing in there too, it really is cool to see. Um, you know, I I love glass. You know, and I know they're they've done a lot of stuff to make that open up. So yes, God, I'm so happy I remembered that. All so right. that's my number three. All right. My number three is going to be one that I thought you were going to pick. It's the Centennial Building. I thought about it. You've always said that it's your favorite building. I, I, I do love it. <laughs> so I thought you would have taken it. but And then my number four. I don't know what the name of the building is, but it's the building next to Veterans Memorial Park. Between the park and the uh, funeral home. Oh, Chad Esch's building. The Wait. apartment. Uh, next to where? Uh, Bainted Funeral Home and then... And there's this little pocket park. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't even know. I'm trying to remember what that is. I know Chad... Chad owns it. Chad, yeah, Chad yeah. Esch owns the building. Let's we'll right. go with the Chad Esch building. <laughs> Chad Esch building. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. He might carve that in the front if you let him. <laughs> we, should, we should propose that to Chad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that building was historically, but it should yeah. say Chad Esch on it. <laughs> oh, my God. He's going to love that. He'd love that. <laughs> he would. He's going to just, oh, my God. That's great. He, if he hears this, he's going to roll his <laughs> We should send it to him. Yeah, we should. Oh, that's <clears throat> great. Uh, I need another number four for me, huh? Oh, man. Oh, yeah, number four, Alpena Furniture Building. That's right. Because I, I remember growing up as a kid, especially... My mom taking me to see all the Christmas. I mean, uh, there's some amount of value of that building to me growing up, and I know I'm probably not the only one in there. Mm -hmm. So probably not. Yeah. So uh, Coast Guard building. The, the um, that was the third Buick dealership in America. Really? Rick Stein dealership. Yeah, that's what I've been told. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So when when we built that out for the Coast Guard, it was uh, we tried to maintain the. That's really showroom cool. windows and all that, but they're but behind that glass, those are the originals. Behind that glass, they're blast windows, small ones because it's a homeland security building, yeah. So it's very cool. Wow, that that's awesome! Yeah, I like yeah. it. You just learned something. This is such a great episode. Yeah. I've learned so much tonight, I'm so happy. <laughs> um, and then, of course, that was four, and this is five. Yep, yep. oh, more, more. Uh, well, sanctuary cinema course right yeah so that's um that's a great building too it's a great building now it's yeah it's now and what it's what it's always had it i can't um i cannot wait for that i'm just so excited to go to movies i know you and i are really big movies brad and i love the movies so um just it's gonna be great to have the back a movie theater back. it is so i miss it um Wow, number five for me. I, um, the ACC Fine Center Art Building that they built. That's a good one. Have you ever been inside of it? Not yet. 
you should walk inside of it. You don't feel like you're in drugs. When those was living inside like the Holiday Inn Express, it's the first time I walked in the Holiday Inn Express, I didn't feel like I was at Alpena anymore. <laughs> right, right. And uh, I right. walk in there and I'm like, wow, am I in Alpena still? Other than all of a sudden the ACC stuff everywhere. Right. It's a very modern feel to it. And it's just really cool. You should go in there sometime if you we'll have see. We'll see. All right. My number five is the Alpena County Courthouse. Oh, that's a good one. So, yeah. I used to work there, so yeah. So, but and it's gorgeous in there. I just shot a wedding in there, and it, what a neat building. Yeah. So, solid pick. I can't wait. I forgot about that. I'm kind of mad. Should have brought your list. I should have brought the list. <laughs> oh well. Well, um, usually we could do any honorable mentions. Anything that you think we didn't talk about that? Uh, depot. <coughs> yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Depot's pretty cold. To see where it's come, to, you know, where it's... Oh, you should see what it was when I bought it. <laughs> Didn't have addresses. There was a tree growing through the front porch. Oh. The, it was just boarded up, chemicals every... It was horrible. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. And, I've, you know, as each year I go back to shoot another wedding, and I'm always like, oh, my gosh, you know, you guys, they've slowly added each, each time, and I'm always, like, just amazed by it. So, uh, um if my daughter didn't in the vault, that's where we were getting married yeah. next year, but she decided to do that, so. Save you some money. She did save there you some go. money. That's that right. That was why she did it. She didn't, We sat down and put the budget out, and she's like, Dad, there's no way I can have you do that. And I was like, well, Junior, this is what it is. Weddings are what they are now it's in this world. what it is, yeah. And uh, I go, we'll make it work. Don't worry, we'll be all right. She's like, I just can't. And she came home two weeks later and was like, this is what's happening. You need to be here for that. And we're going to do it here. And you don't have a choice. You can either come or not, but it's happening. So, <laughs> which is pure Kelsey. Yeah. 100% my daughter. So, yeah. all right. Well, uh, Jeff, we appreciate you taking time. I just you to come down. And, oh, thanks um, for having me. It was great. Uh, I've learned so much. And I'm so excited. Um, if uh, anyone. Um, what would be the easiest way if people have any questions about any of this stuff? Don't call me. Yeah, don't call you. Yeah, yeah that's what I was trying to think of. Like, usually we go, hey, if somebody needs to get a hold of you, I always, tell, I always tell everybody, just watch. Yeah, you know, exactly. No, I just understand. watch. Um, I do know that you, you guys, um, different buildings have Facebook pages and updates and stuff like that. So I know people can always follow along there. So um, I appreciate you coming by. Brian, what are you doing this weekend? Um, I was thinking of going to Gaylord to watch John Wick 4. It's where you go. It's so good. And then watching basketball. I am worried about you because I know how you don't like excessively long movies. Well, as long as the seat is comfortable, I'll be all right. It's, those seats aren't very <laughs> no. comfortable. Almost, I was shifting Probably got to be more comfortable than the old state. That's true. It's true. But Sitting I, in a broken seat watching... We'll fix game. it for you. Yes. We'll I fix it for you. really shifting a lot. And then that third hour, I was just like, or past the second hour, I was like, all right, this can get, hurry up. But, uh, yeah. As long as the seat isn't broken, I'm all right. That's <laughs> all that matters. So. I guess. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, I... Don't have much going on. I gotta work, and then Allison still got another bowling tournament in town this weekend, or this coming weekend. So, just oh, I'm shooting baseball photos Sunday mm -hmm. for a Blockheads team. So I got that going on. You doing anything this weekend, Jeff? 
a massage nice. at some point. Good for you. I need it. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> for sure. Well, like I said, I appreciate you coming by. Um, really means a lot to me. Yeah, thanks for having me. That's great. And we'll talk to you guys in the next one. We'll see you. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky, come get high with me, that's a 